this week has honestly felt like a month. Uh, whether you've been outside protesting or watching online, I definitely, for one, just feel mentally exhausted, and I'm sure I'm not alone. I've worked on the internet professionally for over the last five years, and I tell anyone who asks me about social media how dangerous it is. I mean, not only do we live in an age of misinformation, but information fatigue too. It's just too much. We scroll and scroll and scroll until it literally just fries our brains and we can't take it anymore. But we literally just can't look away. And obviously it's important to stay informed. But I can't encourage you enough to put your phone down every once in a while and just give your ti- yourself time to, to process everything that's going on. The, the narcissism that, that social media breeds is dangerous in and of itself, but this is something completely different. And when you put into context what's going on in our country right now, it's hard to even comprehend that any of this is an issue at all. Like the fact that racism still exists is infuriating by itself. But systematic racism exists, and I truly hope that this is the beginning of a change in America that has been long overdue. So obviously, it just doesn't feel right to do a normal episode this week with a deep dive on, you know, emo nostalgia. There's just too much else going on that's far more important. So I'm just going to touch on a few quick news stories this week, including some unfortunate ones to do with racism in our own world. And then list some resources that I found helpful in educating myself over the last week and some places you can donate to as well. So first off, one band I want to shout out is called Alpha Wolf. They're on Sharp Tone, dropped a new song called Akudama, and like holy shit, what a ripper this song is. A fan and friend of the show, Danny, hit me this week and said we need to call this new deathcore, like an evolution of new metal and and this new kind of speed deathcore genre that's coming to the forefront. And he's not wrong. You can hear the new metal influence for sure and juxtapose with the blistering new metal pace this this track just rips your fucking face off and usually i don't give a shit about music videos but damn the music video for this song is so cool it's got tons of cool effects anime theme they nailed it all around their new album a quiet place to die is coming out september 25th on sharp tone and let me just give a quick shout out to sharp tone as a whole between Alpha Wolf, Loathe, Polaris, and the new Amir album, they're putting out some fantastic music this year. And it's such a shame that between the pandemic and the scene just not having a foundation for bands to grow anymore, that there's nowhere for any of this to go. But out of those four bands, only Amir is from the US. So hopefully the other three can gain momentum in their home countries and not have to worry about it over here because there's you know no foundation for, for metal bands in this kind of genre and in our world to to really grow over here anymore but it is cool to see like i've documented on the show in in past weeks this year bands over in the uk over in australia really coming forth taking the forefront leading heavy music outside the u.s because it's very hard to exist here but elsewhere in the world there are places where you can thrive as a metal band and hopefully these bands can fall into those lanes but Another artist on Sharp Tone, Currents, dropped their new album, The Way It Ends. It's not on the same level as like the double take caliber that the other bands from Sharp Tone I listed, but it's very solid new wave melodic metalcore. 
end the supergroup of members from everyone from Counterparts, Fit for an Autopsy, Shy Halud, and Misery Signals to Rain Supreme and Structures. This album is what I feel like Brendan Murphy from Counterparts wants Counterparts to sound like. Like when he says Counterparts is a metalcore band, in his head, this album is what Counterparts sound like. But it's a great throwback, early 2000s, dark, aggressive metalcore. I hate the production on it. And I feel like this is what held back a lot of bands from the early 2000s with gaining like real momentum and coming to the forefront of, you know, that respective scene. It's very muddy. There's just this top layer that blends everything together nothing is really out front it just sounds like a wall of sound and this is what makes knocked loose's mixes for example sound so good uh they're 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 eq'd to perfection and everything pops when and where it's supposed to and what's funnier about that is that knocked loose's producer is will putney who is in end but at the end of the day this is a really fun throwback album for anyone who misses the early 2000s metalcore sound Emery also released a new album called White Lines. So glad that this band is still around. Forever underrated. You don't need to listen to this album. Just go and revisit some old old Emery shit instead. Okay, so we can't bring up new releases of this past week and not talk about The Ghost Inside, who released their self-titled album. And in mentioning The Ghost Inside, we can't also address their situation with their now former bassist Jim Riley. The band put up a shirt supporting Black Lives Matter movement last week and was called out by a member of a band called Brace War who accused Riley of saying a racist term in 2015. Riley addressed the allegations in a series of a tweet admitting that he said the term. The band then released a statement on Saturday which announced that they kicked him out of the band and again I'm not here to voice my opinion on any any things like this. I'm simply just a messenger here, but I do think making people aware of these things is important. So also last week, Corey Brandon, vocalist in Norma Jean, posted and deleted a GIF that said blah, 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 instead of Black Lives Matter. Members of Stick to Your Guns, Every Time I Die, Beartooth, and others called him out for it. He released a statement saying he's taking some time away from social media to learn and listen. I assume the band is going to be taking some time off as well. Not that they can tour or anything right now anyways, but I assume Norma Jean's going to be pretty silent for, for the near to far future. Maddie Mullins, vocalist from Memphis Mayfire, released a statement in response to a past instance of him saying a racist term. Basically, when his old manager from 2010 wouldn't pick up the phone, he'd leave ridiculous voice messages for him. And as a joke, his manager put those voice messages, those audio clips into a song. Now the song has resurfaced, made its rounds, and you can hear Maddie saying the word. Again, I started all of this, all of what Note to Scene is and getting into this industry to talk about music and its commercial performance, and obviously none of that matters right now. And however small this platform is, I want to use it in the best ways that I can. So I want to highlight some resources before we, we, we leave you off this week. Uh, you could check out in you know the form of books and films that are easily accessible for anyone who's looking to get more educated. Uh, the New Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness. It's a book by Michelle Alexander. I read this in college. Highly recommended. It. it brings to light how much prison reform just needs to happen in the U.S., 
13th is a full feature documentary. You can watch it on Netflix. It's it kind of documents the US prison system and how racism kind of weaves its way into decisions and ruling systematically. I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings is a memoir by Maya Angelou. It's her life story and testimony, and there is a reason why it's on so many bestseller lists. Again, highly recommended. Also, some places you can donate to, the George Floyd Fund, Justice for Breonna Taylor, the Ahmaud Arbery Fund, any of the 70-plus official community bail funds out there right now, Reclaim the Block, and the Marshall Projects. And there are so many other places you can put your money towards. Those are just the ones that I highlighted here. All of these links, links to the documentaries, the the any funds, anything that I just mentioned can be found uh, in the post for this episode on notetoscene.com. So if you're looking for any information, everything that I just mentioned is right there. Also, it may seem small, but again, to touch on social media, follow black activists and influencers. We really underestimate how powerful our personal feeds are. I mean, we literally just scroll through them every single day and they're very mind numbing and we see the same shit from the same people over and over and over. I usually say the the mute and block buttons are the most powerful tools on the internet, but the follow button holds just as much power. And lastly, vote, please vote. If you want to see real change in this country, vote the people you want out of office out. So thank you so much for listening this week. I know this week was a little different, but I felt like it needed to be. If you have any questions for the show, please email me at notetoscene at gmail.com. You can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Note to Scene on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please drop a review on iTunes. I'd very much appreciate it. Until next week, please stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon.